If I hear take out the gunman five more times, I'm going to lose it. leading the blind i'm cody lindenberry with me as always ed worrell and i am not the gunman so don't take me out I, i'm not the gunman either uh unless you're we have... unless you're modest mouse then take me out oh, i'm sorry <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, oh. about two weeks away from that thing i'm excited nice nice good deal yeah. for uh, or like two hours just to hear one song great i mean i'm gonna i'm gonna get hammered so oh, it's well. not gonna be a it's not gonna be a bad idea um, honestly, this is uh, one of those fun things that we have concerts that are lined up where it's Modest Mouse, and then the next night is Cypress Hill and Atmosphere. Yeah. And uh, you can take the shuttle bus mm-hmm. from downtown Missoula to the Kettle House Amphitheater, mm-hmm. which you have just basically the mountains and forests and everything in the background of this amphitheater. It's fucking beautiful. Um, with that, I don't really care about very much of Modest Mouse. That was more for the girlfriend. Sure. Or in this case, uh, a wife of 25 years. I'll get back into that. Um, but uh-huh. I'm super looking forward to Atmosphere and Cypress Hill for being in the pit. Cypress Hill and, is amazing. Yeah. My, masked up. So I suppose that should bring us up to our uh, current affairs of concert goings, shouldn't it? Yeah. Well, Yeah. We might as well strike right into it since we just did. Um, Mind you, we both went into this with very low expectations. I was just editing the other podcast. Yeah, I asked you to rate what your expectations were from one to five being uh, extremely stoked. I gave it a 3.5. You gave it a three. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm glad that you... uh, I'm glad that you brought that up because I was going to say uh, in the span of a week, man, my memory is uh, not, not there. Uh, and I'll tell you why soon enough, but go ahead and lead us off on this. Yeah. On, on fr- Friday, the 6th, we had the opportunity to attend Chevelle at the Montana state fair. And well, neither one of us were super stoked by any means to go to it, I, but you know, again, free is we free. Went- That's all I'm saying. We went in with low expectations just because, you know, like, uh, you never know what you're going to expect with a live band. Right. I mean, you, you know what you're going in with on uh, studio bands. Right. Like, you you and I have gone to plenty of studio bands where it's just better to leave it at the album or your Apple Music or whatever you decided you uh, to consume your music means. Right. But in this but particular case, it's going to be... Um, oh. Yeah, that was not. Yeah, that that wrecked it. Um, Snoop Dogg, but I don't know if we should go back over the the Snoop Dogg show. (laughs) Oh my God, that was terrible. We'll do that another day, I think. Or we'll do it after our roundabout of Chevelle. How about that? Yeah, yeah. I I don't know. I I went into Chevelle not expecting much because I've never been a huge Chevelle fan. Um, Love the car moderately okay with the band 
but it's just they're they're a hard rock group so i'm like you know what let's go support a hard rock concert yes. and three piece yeah three piece band which is interesting becky pointed out to me that in all of their um pr stuff there's only two members in the photos yeah i think that they uh they rotate out the drummer if i'm yeah that's kind of what i was under the impression of too from what becky said yeah just from the appearance of like the one one bit of uh, advertising that i saw for the promo of just mm -hmm. you know two-piece band and you know they i will give them credit they were pretty decent live um my only complaint were the vocals were a little quiet but to be brutally honest, the lead singer of Chevelle doesn't have a strong voice. Um, um, hmm. I don't know. I his his like hard rock death metal screen was scream was amazing though. So that's from the aspect of our our blind commentator here. Yeah, audio for, was in <laughs> for the it was all right. visual for the visuals. Um, it had a very similar background to like and older Nine Inch Nails in terms of the lights mm -hmm. where they just had like stream lights in order to, as their backing, mm -hmm. um, kind of minimal, but it worked really worked out for all the songs that they had going on. Um, they did have quite a few technical issues when it comes to their audio. Uh, I think they broke a few strings on a couple of, uh, guitars. They even made mention of it, which is <clears throat> a faux pas. I, I yeah, I, I mean, I guess you can give them some credit that they were like stupid equipment. Yeah. That, ba basically, like a, I don't remember the exact phrasing, but I think it was along the lines of uh, we're ha uh, we're having some technical difficulties, but screw it. We're going to make it work. Yeah. Which it, I, I give them all the credit in the world. That was about the only part that I could hear. Yeah. And that's not because his vocals were quiet. That's because of the. I don't know how old they were, but there was a gaggle of gals behind us that just wouldn't shut the fuck up. I'm going to go between upper 20s to possibly spanning to upper 30s. Really? I wouldn't have guessed that old. Um, so between... But you could the, see them, so... Yeah, exactly. So between the gaggle of geese uh, behind Ed and the fucking pricks that were behind me... Now, mm -hmm. keep in mind that we have seat uh, reserve seating. In fact, right. the whole the whole venue was reserve seating. So, if you had somebody that was not the greatest uh, show person, then it was not going to be the greatest in times. No. For for Ed and myself, uh, we both had the wife and the girlfriend here with us, and uh, the the nicest way I could describe it is at the beginning of the show. I think the girls were there beforehand. Yeah, I think and they so. they kept they kept to themselves mind mindset and all this other stuff. Mm -hmm. uh, two other people of the same age bracketed a gentleman and a and a woman, and I say this very loosely. They're fucking assholes because I couldn't hear the music at all. Right. And Chevelle did a interpretation of Soundgarden. That which, was fantastic. Yeah, no, what little Bla bit of Black it, Hole Sun? Hear. Oh, it was yeah. good. What little of it I could hear was really good, but I couldn't hear over the sound of this screeching woman and this jackass of a fucking dude. And the the easiest way that I could say it was like I was chucking my fist 
checking the soda, like we had two sodas, and I was determining which one had more of it to make them more sticky when I just throw this and then start swinging because they had annoyed me to the point that I was going to see the red. So girlfriend saw that coming from me, said, okay, time to go. We boogied out a couple songs left while uh, Ed hung around for the rest of the show. And granted, there was only like three songs left. Uh, about five, actually. And we, we were still in the maintenance of the area. Yeah. We just didn't have those jackass. Yeah. So to give an idea of Montana State Fair, um, really lacks on security. That's okay. That's okay. Um, the alcohol limit. Oh, these people have been game pre-gaming since the show was at nine. Yeah, it was pretty late for our fair, actually. Which usually I have an that, argument about that shit, too. Go ahead. Usually it's it, about 7 o'clock when it's like... Yeah, usually the concerts are 7, 7.30. They held Chevelle later because of the fucking rodeo. Get and I'm like, that, I'm like, that's not the same demographic. I guarantee you it's not the same demographic. You ch- Actually, that would have made it so much easier for a relative of mine. Because he really wanted to go to the show. Mm-hmm. He, he was ready to spend the money. And I, you know what? In all actuality, I would have spent the money for five of us versus what was going on just to hopefully have, even if it was just us in the higher tiers. Right. That would have been better. Maybe. Well, the, the section across from us uh, on the other side of bleachers from mm-hmm. us, that was all general admission, actually. And you know what? General admission was looking like they were having a ball. Oh yeah, I'm some sure of, they were. So, some of these young young punks, uh, they were moshing in the stands, which is always a fun thing because that you had about a group of ten of them that were bouncing around having the, the time in their life. That's and awesome. I and I salute them for. Yeah, absolutely. I'm sure that could have been us. It really, honestly, could have. But yeah, unfortunately, yeah. It was we we got stuck with Jackassville and, um, I mean the band itself. If you have the opportunity, go see them. Because yeah, they're they're not they're not they're a good time, but they're not. I mean, I'm not a huge fan of Chevelle, so I'm not gonna, as Roe said, I'm not gonna yuck on somebody's yum. No, it because it just I'm not gonna say they're bad, they're awful. I mean, they just aren't my cup of tea for music. I they remind me I, too much of the Deftones, and I'm not a huge Deftones I, fan. I had either. a relative of mine that is a huge Chevelle fan. And mm-hmm. had he come in a day early, he would have, he probably would have had a great old time. Yeah. But, you know, knowing only less than a handful of songs. Right. That, that was not necessarily our wheelhouse. If it was, if we had a little bit more time of studying up, we probably would have had. Uh, and, well, and like, <laughs> like you said before there, there's, um, there was one song, uh, Take out the gunman. I swore to God they played it three times. It feels like it was a solid four times at that. Song yeah. Played. And I, I realize now that looking back on it, that there are actually three or four songs off of that same album that sound just like Take Out the Gunman. So it's just uh, you do one pitch change mm-hmm. slightly and change up the lyrics and you're good. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. That sounds very Tool-esque. Yeah. Or older, yeah. anyways. 
Yeah. So yeah, needless to say, the the time of our lives there was not um, not the greatest. Even so, the, usually when it comes to the venue itself, it will have two to three different beer gardens. In this particular one, case, they? they only had one, and the line was about a mile long. Go figure. Montana's usually, like <clears throat> usually they open up the other side where the because where the concerts at used to be the main ice skating rink they haven't had that for oh probably close to 15 20 years now um but then on the other side of the the general admission bleachers there was a practice rink on that side they used to use that whole side for the beer garden this is about the equivalent of like the simpsons when they had spinal tap yeah yeah that was about this actually no that's that's more of the snoop dog again god i'm just Damn, going Snoop, ahead of the Snoop Dogg keeps coming back. I know. Show, okay, so with Chevelle gone and passed, glad that uh, I had my bro date with my buddy. It's been too uh, Budding bromance. No, just kidding. Uh, our, no, our buddy. It's no longer budding. It's just maintaining. We're, Much we're, like in, the, we're not in the honeymoon phase anymore. Is that what you're telling me? We are far past the honeymoon phase. We're like, hey, it's you. Go over there. We're, we're more like the second marriage at this point, considering oh. the podcast. It brings out a little bit of flavor. Like, this is the equivalent of uh, bringing out the whipped cream. Oh, the nice. Try, trying to keep the excitement. We're, we're trying to keep it alive as much as we can. But, you know, we're just still like, God, it's Mexican night. Do you really want to do this? <laughs> Long distance relationships are hard. In fuego. I know. <laughs> so oh, at this man. point... I mean, we'll we might as well go through Snoop Dogg. Snoop Dogg was quite a bit of bit ago in Great Falls. Yeah, what was that? Mansfield. Well, yeah, it was at the Mansfield Center. What was that about five, six years ago? Oh, it feels longer than that, but that's... I know it's well. That's because the last year felt like five or six years. That's true. So um, my my uh, tale of my tale of this is about a hundred years ago, back in Great Falls. We have we had seen uh, Snoop Dogg, uh, Nate Dogg, or was it Warren G? No, it was supposed to be was Warren, Warren G. G. Warren G was there, but he only did one song. He did which... one one song because the speakers blew out three what times. What was that? What did we count? Four times on the full system, and then they blew the breaker on the DJ setup a couple times. Three times on the DJ setup, four times on the full breaker. Yeah. Um, between all of the breaks, there was a solid uh, hour and 30 minutes of silence. They left. They left in a shuttle to go fuck around, get high, and came back in the amount of time that it took him to be able yeah. to get the sound system right. Little did anybody know that uh, our buddy, Big Corey... <laughs> And his buddy, who was working at the at the GFPD at the time, mm-hmm. were fucking around and throwing a. They were basically fucking around with each other. Where one had the empty cup, tossed it at uh, Big Corey, hit him in the chest. Big mm-hmm. Corey takes it, looks at it, and you know tosses it back at his buddy. The buddy dodges it. It hits, ends up hitting a security guard. Security guard wants to send him on his ass. And as a six foot four farm boy, this is just not going to happen lightly. So the negotiation bef- between the GFPD, 
our big buddy and this jackass who was smoking weed while everybody else was looking away. I caught you, sir. I know what's going on. Um, he basically was trying to start shit. And this little man it has the complex because he's a rent-a-cop at, at its finest. Mm-hmm. Little did we know there's a lineup of 14 cop cars that's right outside the Mansfield ready for a riot because people are getting pissed off. That little match of a red solo cup that flew at this little jackass and which Big Corey apologized profusely, maybe too much, could have started a full-out riot, which would have actually made the concert scene a whole lot better. Because this thing was, it was, uh, by the time that the sound system itself got to kicking, it wasn't that great of a show. No, it it really, it's, it was even, dare I say it was less than what I expected. Which was it really just, low of an expectation because you were like, yeah, all right, let's go. Yeah, it's Snoop Dogg. He's he, he's kind of a legend in the gangster rap genre, if you want to call it that. Um, sure. so I'm just like, well, all right, it's something to do. And I was having more fun getting the disgusted groans in line when I was telling it. I had more Snoop Dogg jo- jokes on the ready during that whole time we were waiting in line, your bro- buddy Corey told me to shut up because people were staring at me. <laughs> That's because we were about ready to get in a fight before we even got into the doors. <laughs> you had start, some of I these... starting shit and didn't even know it. Oh my goodness. I mean, some people try too hard for their scene. And actually, the scene itself was not that great. I'm going to, I'll point it out. It's like, you think you're hard, you're not harder than, you know, a, a styrofoam cup at this point. Right. And I'm not and any, I'm, I'm as hard as a fucking piece of paper. That's how hard I am. And we don't have a, we'll call it, we don't have a diverse population in Montana, let alone Great Falls. Well, we, so We kind of do. Huh? We kind of do. Military base brings in. Well, a military bit. base brings in a little, but they're like Snoop Dogg, really. Uh, I don't fine. Like it. <laughs> it was, I mean, for the turnout itself, it was a fine venue, but it was still. Yeah, yeah it was um, decent because people are like, "Shit, this is going to be a shit show in Montana." All right, let's it's go. Not, it's not country. Fuck yeah, let's ride. That's yeah, that's usually how the mentality goes. Yeah. Oh my goodness, was this ever a shit show? And hey, we survived. We got out of it alive, and there wasn't any riots. I mean, more people were pissed off about it than anything else. Yeah, the the general mood after that concert was that that of disappointment. <laughs> Fuck this place! I think was the the yeah. amount of times. Yeah. Say lovey, life goes on. How was the rest of your weekend? You know, not bad. I mean, I'm a, I'm as Boring as the day is long, so um, yeah, it, the weekend wasn't bad at all. Man alive, did I? I had a weekend. Um, on know. top of the, on top of the fact that it usually takes about three and a half hours to get from Billings, Montana, to Great Falls, Montana, mm-hmm. for us to hang out. That was mm-hmm. on Friday. Um, over the span of Saturday and Sunday, well, and technically Monday, because Monday we went from. Or we went from Great Falls to Lincoln, Montana, which is the 
about uh, an hour and a half or two hours or so. About an hour and a half. Yeah. An hour and a half is good uh, measure. Uh, hour 45 if you're going from the bur- uh, beef jerky store. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. Yep. Because that's on the opposite side of the town from where we're at or the yep. direction. Yep. 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 And uh, they actually expanded their menu so you can have uh, elk and bison jer- jerky as well. Did you try Long any time. of that? Uh, we bought some. I haven't tried it. I haven't broken oh. into it yet. Uh, I'll, I'll be interested to see how the buffalo jerky tastes. I will give you a full synopsis here whenever I get back. I know elk jerky is dope. So that's. See, that's I'm not a big fan of elk. That's too. It's really it's too gamey. I know I hate to sound cliche, but elk. You say that you say that it's too gamey, but if you compare it to deer, it's uh, filet mignon. Oh, all right. Because deer is, well, deer is the gamiest of the game. Yeah, it really is. Of the natural selection that you can have around in Montana. Yeah. But I digress. We, with uh, the girlfriend and myself, we had 18 other individuals at this cabin in Lincoln. Mm-hmm. It's not it's not the Unabomber cabin, but that is where the, the Unabomber is found. They have Wasn't... to have a, they have to have a, uh, they have to have fenced off because they didn't know if he had uh, landmines. Right, right. Securing the area. So the, generally speaking, nobody uses that as a, uh, as a CM Russell esque look at his cabin kind of thing, because they took they straight up picked his uh, uh, cabin ass up, took it through Great Falls. They have that thing as a uh, it went evidence. it went to Mountstrom is where it went, but I don't know where it went after that. I'm assuming they dismantled it somehow. Oh, I don't even know. I don't That's... even know because it was sitting on the the Air Force Base for a long time here in Great Falls. Oh yeah, I remember when they shuffled it in, uh, but mm. uh, we had eighteen people. With uh, Carolyn, the girlfriend, and myself. Thank you for editing that. You want to just start that phrase over? You had yeah. 18 people start over there. Thank you. We had 18 people hanging out with the girlfriend and myself, but there was a few conversations of which uh, people were going, When are you getting married? When are you getting married? When are you getting married? Now, as you might know from prior podcasts, I have paid for my girlfriend. Or, well, yeah, you, a wedding would just be adding on top of it. What kind of crap is that? So every time it seemed like they were asking when are you going to get married, we just added on, oh, we've already been married. So the tally mark by the time that we boogied out of Lincoln, Montana is 25 years. We are 25 years <laughs> of fucking bliss. You just um, added a year for every time you were asked? Yes. Nice. Nice. Because when, when you get into the cups, you don't know how many, like, how many cups they've been into so of course we're just tacking on the numbers it's the equivalent of like what was the snoop dog concert oh, 120 years ago so with that in mind that's about right exactly um the only problem about it is that uh, i had food poisoning upon entering into lincoln and we Ooh. were only there overnight so i am down i got the heats heat sweats i am vomiting i'm having the worst time and having drugs and everything is short. I'm re- I'm trying to rally between naps and drugs and all, you know, proper drugs, mind you. Oh, well, yeah. Like Tylenol and stuff like medication, that. You medication. Know? Yeah. yeah. So I'm trying to rally. And by the sixth hour, I think I've rallied hard enough just because the word beer pong comes into play. That I'm like, I'm oh, gonna, I'm in. I'm going to do it. I'm going to keep my distance between everybody else, but I'm going to fucking rally. And we rally. Like, you're like standing at the three point line. You know, well, way the hell out of the arc and staying away from people. 
this is a, a massive load of people from the Pennsylvania area that are have come all the distance. We're going to make the damn willing. I'm going to make the best of the time that I have. We're not here for a long time. We're here for a good time. No, absolutely. I think we did a damn good job of having a great time. I mean, the only problem of it was I brought five pounds of bacon from the local uh, butchery. Mm-hmm. And they had it the next day after we left and took pictures and looked like they were having a damn good time. Meanwhile, I'm going, that's my bacon. I damn it. You. <laughs> bastards i know it's good stuff though i'll have to bring you a package uh the yeah. next time i go to great falls sure at this you point will literally just, bring home the bacon i will literally bring home the bacon and it'll be nice. delicious and i won't even ask you any bits of it i will just say for you good blunt good sir oh that's nice of I got, you i got stuck between sir and good buddy yeah well you know 10 for good burr <laughs> Her. <laughs> uh that's awesome but aside from that we then had the uh five hour journey back and made it in life is good uh f- good old week of uh chaos aside and we're uh we're right back into the thick of it it's friday all's well i got a cold beer in front of me i'm talking to my best buddy and doing a podcast of which i am super happy to have yeah Indeed. They, my mom did uh, try to uh, play the podcast whilst we were having technical difficulties with trying to get audio for background music for the uh, beer pump. She asked me if I wanted to play the podcast, and I'm like, I have to hear myself enough. I don't think anybody else wants to hear that. <laughs> You're like, beyond popular belief, I really don't like to hear myself talk. So in lieu of that, she started playing One Hit Wonders, so Mbop, of course, from Hanson was the first. Oh, that's <laughs> fantastic. Oh, yeah. That was the first thing that came up. And uh, somebody chimes in and was like, what are we listening to? One Hit Wonders. I think it was my cousin that uh, chimed in and was like, I've, I've covered, uh, I've followed Hanson. They're not a one hit wonder. They've had men- multiple hits. No, they haven't. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. <laughs> I was like. Name I had to think about it for any other second. song like, that's yeah, name any other Hanson song that's charted. Hit me. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Hit, <laughs> hit me with the knowledge right now. I, I need to know. Tell me hit, by all Hit me with energy. your best shot. <laughs> that's about the equivalent of whenever somebody goes along the lines of saying it's like uh oh uh who the end of bullfish only had one hit. Not true. It's oh, three-ish. Oh, they had they had a they had a multitude. As the they had at least like, three or four that charted in the U.S. I mean, they had some different type of success over in the U.K., but yeah, um, yeah they, they three or four hits in the United States alone on probably three or four different albums, to be honest. Well, I know there's at least two or three off the first, so maybe they've had five or six. We'll go yeah. with five or six. I was just thinking about that. There was at least three off that first album. I mean, considering we were trying to think of how many hits uh, Chevelle had, I mean, we're not. This is this uh, podcast is not for the notoriety of knowing how many hits a band is doing. We just know no. what we like. Yeah, uh, we don't we don't get into the nitpicky details. That's from somebody <laughs> else's podcast. Yeah, no, I, I, 
what a, if your friend your cousin is like a really big uh hansen fan they should check out the song that they just did with about a month ago with bowling for soup no oh, i i don't think he's done into it's, it, it's actually very good it's not i mean it's kind of punk like but it's it's hansen basically does the harmony and the choruses and everything it's actually really huh. good now i just heard the news that uh the lead singer of the band that does uh, Stacy's mom had passed mm. away because of COVID. Or, oh, from Fountains of Wayne? Yeah. Hmm. I hadn't seen that. Yeah. Not that I followed those one hit wonders. I mean, we're, we were on the topic of it, and it's just like, yeah. chalk it hey. up to another one of uh, COVID. God. That's, that's stupid. No, no one should die of COVID. Speaking of which, we hmm. were the only sons of bitches wearing a mask at that show. Be- Becky said about halfway through, she saw about three or four other people. Yeah, well, it was the one radio host. Yeah. And then uh, about two other people. But for the masses, the only thing that I could think of when you see the uh, fog lights come over, well, not even the fog lights, just the directional lights. And then, of course, they have the the fog behind the band that is kind of emanating out. Mm-hmm. The only thing is I could think of was the statistics of all the people shouting out lyrics uh-huh. and just thinking of the disease pit that mm-hmm. it was. So it was like, oh yeah, I'm happy I have a mask. Even so, get ugly. so, well, we had a fucking asshole that was spitting out probably chew two rows ahead of us. Yeah. Yeah, people are then the worse. then the guy what was it pretty pretty close to that same guy <laughs> Becky was just watching him the whole time he was getting you could just watch the progression of his drunken stupor started fun- out just being loud and then he'd get louder and louder and then all of a sudden he was just about falling over sitting down but he he had didn't spill his beer and then he got to the point of he forgot like he got drunk enough that he forgot that he had beer that he was conning people into buying him more beer and he was just spilling the beer at that point. I know that guy. That's the, that's the problem with that. Oh, okay. Um, I'm not going to give any names because it's right. rude. Is that pretty, pretty common? Uh, for that individual? Yes. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Not that I'm uh, judging or anything, but. So the normal, uh, the normal standard of Montana getting yeehaw would be the equivalent of a what we call the Montana State University Bobcats versus the Montana University Grizz football mm-hmm. game. When it's that game, that's where you pick a side and uh, the, the state battles itself. Yeah. And then when this event happens, which is usually in November, give or take, mm-hmm. when this event happens the drunk level goes to an all-time high that uh, if if I was a police officer at any given time and you were trying to rack up your citations, that's the day. That is get, your get the quota for the rest of the year. That is your quota hit. If you didn't get it by, by the 4th of July, that's your day of infamy. Right. So with that in mind, that's the, the penultimate that he usually gets that drunk. But kind of yeah. given the fact that it was 10 o'clock, he had probably been hitting the sauce yeah, 
literally. That's why I said <laughs> the 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 security team super lax. And yeah, not that I was minding about it. I was just like, man, I get. I even get patted down when it comes to like some of this well, shit. I was gonna say at least it's better than going to a concert at the Metro where they basically strip search you. I I was even talking about going to just the local place to be like oh, they mm-hmm. give me the pat down and oh yeah yeah. I was like okay I'm I'm not I'm I'm fine with it as long as they're treating everybody yeah. that way. Exactly. Never gonna hurt. It never hurts nobody. I I don't care if I get pat down. I don't have anything no. on me. More right. than a cell phone, a wallet, and keys. That's it. Or maybe headphones, but that's... Yeah. Even with yeah. the headphones, I couldn't hear past those idiots, so fuck it. Yeah. I I have to apologize for that, but I didn't know we were going to be near, near idiots. But then again, we live in Montana. There's a lot of idiots around us. I don't think, because at the beginning of that concert, those jackasses weren't there. They I showed a, don't think they, they were either. They came down from the high-rise. I think that, yeah, I think you're right. They got closer. Yeah. Fuck those assholes. But all the same, if you have the availability to go safely to see a concert, go to a concert. Support local concerts. Yes. Support your local scene. Or in this case, if you are go to any other venue, support music. Fuck it. Mask right. up. Ma- yes, mask up. Especially if you're going to be in a cr- crowded arena, like uh, that arena, I think, can hold... 6,000-ish people, maybe, maybe 5,000. Somewhere in that five to 6,000, something like that. That's a good number. Yeah, I I would say it was probably about three quarters full. Now, you have another concert coming up. Uh, Yeah, November. I'm going to go see Sebastian Bach. Nice. Yeah, that should be fun. Um, Playing at a new venue in Great Falls called the Newberry. I'm I'm looking forward to that because they had uh, Cherry Pop and Daddies in for New Year's Eve. Yeah, I that'll believe. be interesting. Yeah, but the between that Blue Oyster Cult or not Blue Oyster Cult, uh, Blue Monday. Oh, Blue October. Blue October. I was like, I was lost in my blues. Lost in the Lord blues. help me, Lord help me. I can't get my blues right. Can never be a blues man. With that and said, they have a diversification when it comes to the bands that are coming into there, so it gives me hope that there's more possibilities for music in Montana. I'm hoping so, too. Um, they just um, lined up another country concert for, Feb- for February. Uh, no. they're, bringing, they're doing Diamond Rio for two days. Ooh, actually, I like them. Yeah, they're not bad. I'm just uh, not a huge country fan. They've got a couple songs that are okay. From what I remember, that's give me give me the benefit of the doubt. Right. I I'm not sure they've been relevant in 15, 20 years, but mm, eh, I have to say, yeah. By, by that standard, uh, Montana is about five years back usually from all the other. It seems anytime that well now with the help of the internet, we were five years back from writing new music. Yeah, but I'd say our concerts are still about five years back because they're all the artists are like, I don't want to go to Montana. What the fuck is in Montana? Are there even people up there? Yeah, there is. You used to use outhouses. That was the last time that when I was out of town, uh, they were asking, where are you from? Oh, do you still use horses to get from A to B? 
This is the Do first time I've driven in 14 years. Do you have McDonald's? We just got one. Really? No. Yeah, but it's only it's only open from 11 to 3. Just start making shit up. Just random stuff. To... I will do as I please. <laughs> People ask me stupid crap like that. I tell hey. them. I, I just make stuff up as I go. Fun fact, Cypress Hill is celebrating 30 years of music today. Oh, nice. Hell yeah. I did, did not realize that. So that would be, what, 91? Oh. Is that right? Yeah, because 2001 would have been 20 years. So not from 91. Oh, man. Huh. Wow. People Yeesh. born in the 90s are turning 30. Uh-huh. Oh, that's, I was going to say, my 30s. <laughs> My 36-year-old ass is just kind of gone. What year is this? Crap, it's 21. Holy hell. We're more than halfway through 2021. Oh, man. That is straight-up bananas. Right? Oh. I I just got lost in the sea of staring out into space going, whoa. (laughs) Where the hell has time gone? Where has time gone? Where have I done? Oh mercy! What are we doing? Oh man, I'm I'm super excited. I don't know if okay. you know this. Uh, it is time. It's time, time for the English Premier League to start. Oh, that proper Soccer. football thing. Soccer, English, proper foot, mm. proper footy. Ah. Mm. Hmm. I'm super happy. Yeah. <laughs> Got a new kit. I'm ready. Uh, and what would you expect from having to be a Manchester United fan other than having to wake up at 5.30 in the fucking morning to watch a game? Yeah, yeah I, I would record it and watch it later. I might do just that. <laughs> that that's just me. But, I mean, you do you. I, I'm not going to judge you for getting up at 5 in the morning to watch something i i've done my fair share of dumb things before it's easier to do dumb things when you have friends to do dumb shit with okay like big Corey and i if it was a 5 30 in the morning match bring out a couple beers watch it either stay stay the night before or be ready and drive at five in the morning because it usually takes like a couple good good sections a minute that's mm-hmm. also expecting that if you go to either location, because nobody's going to be up at 5.30 in the morning to Ooh. have breakfast and do this shit. If you show up to somebody else's and you're trying to sh- send them a text, not trying to wake up any their girlfriend, wives, whatever, mm-hmm. that if in the event that they do wake up on time, that they're just like, you know, half in, half out, still have a beer in hand. <laughs> And be like, okay, we're in for doing this for for a two hour match, because by the time that the seven thirty rolls around, you can go and get yourself some other place breakfast, and sure. it makes up the it makes the mm. world difference. The OP does have a good burrito. Man, we just thought, I don't know if this is the food poisoning or not, but I I think I was uh, hit with a vertigo on, uh, let's see, if we left on Sunday, 
Mm-hmm. Saturday was the day that I probably got hit with something on the food food wise because it, mm. it might have been late. It's really hard to tell because I got hit with vertigo real good. But all the same, they had the pork chop and mm. uh, breakfast and everything of the sort. I got grilled by uh, by another patron because that first bite of that pork chop, I'm just like, this is everything I've wanted. Everything out of this trip was made okay. I didn't get any fights. I got the pork chop. And this uh, this older lady goes, wow, if this is the pork chop of your dreams, uh, you have low expectation of your dreams. It's like, I am but a simple man who wants a pork chop. And she goes, well played. Was this like a normal pork chop, on, like, you know, bone and everything? Or was it like a, a breaded pork chop, like pork chop John's type of thing? Or? So lightly breaded, but mm. it was, but it was grilled to perfection. Nice. Of course, that, you get your eggs. That's like and... that's like any time I go to Butte, I have to get a pork chop John sandwich from from Butte. Oh yeah, man, that's that's where it's at. Yeah. Oh god, it, and I don't know if it's like you with the the chips that the bag of chips you gave me. If it was yeah. just like childhood nostalgia, but deep in boss, yeah. Yeah, I just I go. Anytime I'm in Butte, which is not very often, no, sadly, um, I have to get a pork chop sandwich from Pork Chop John's. Yes, yeah. I mean it's it's, it's where it's, it's at. H- it's hilarious how often now we're like so food orientated, but when Bad Mary asks us what the 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 go to food is, we were fucked. Like, oh crap! What? Mm. <laughs> it's like. Man, I know breweries like the back of my hand. I know a few distilleries. Um, I'm trying to go. For... I knew you were. Try- I knew you were rallying, so that's why I threw out the uh, Rocky Mountain oysters. I appreciate you, man. I really did because I was struggling on that. That was part of the uh, all heat, no, <laughs> no AC timing. Mm. You can see my slow descent into madness, really. Yeah, and there's there's no other explanation to that other than just going, oh no, I am suffering. Oh man, so now now you're you finally got it cool and everything there. I know you guys have been high nineties for what the last week or so, again, yeah, or still I should say. It was actually like lower nineties. The, oh. the fact that when when we went to uh, Lincoln because it just had stormed like a son of a bitch. Mm-hmm. You know, we roll in. It has the fog esque look, like you're going into Portland. Mm-hmm. But we we made the joke. We didn't know if it was fog or if it was just smoke from all the fires being put out by one set of rain, because yeah. the world is on fire at this point. And of course, we, the last couple of days here in Great Falls, we finally the red the um bad the air quality has been finally good. It's it's been nearly three weeks of piss poor air quality. Oh man, I came through this last time. Mm-hmm. And it's not it's not terrible, but it's not great. In fact, we just showed up and uh, twenty miles outside of town, there was a just a new brand new fire. Was like, yeah. is that no? Because this it's like when you know the coloration of smoke and fire. Yeah, it, when you're so used to that, it's just. It's a sign of the times. However, the closer that we got, the more the coloration turned from the white billows to black. 
And yeah. It's like, oh, here we go. Yep. Shit we got to deal with again. Yep. Ooh, my laundry's done. Uh, nice. I, well, yeah. No, it's it's one of those goofy things. Like, of course, if you have a toaster or dryer or anything of an appliance, they throw a little ringtone to it. Oh yeah. They they sing you a little tune when they're done. Though I appreciate it, I don't need inanimate objects singing to me without me wanting it to happen. Without me pushing a button, I don't want you to say anything. I don't want you to sing to me. How can I program a dryer and a washer? I think they're Samsung. I, I, I don't know. Um, how do I program it to start playing Raining Blood whenever it's like starting a washing cycle? That'd be awesome. At least then, or like... Dirty laundry. Oh, man. <laughs> exactly. You got to find the right tune to be able to, to get your jams on. Now, if you're being alerted that your laundry is done, knowing that you're either A, you're going to stack it on something like a pool table, pair pong table, a chair, mm -hmm. a tote, you're going to stack that thing or you're going to get it done. Right. There is no there is no in between either. It's going to get done or it ain't. Either procrastinate until the next time you do laundry or you do it right then and there. There's no there's no middle ground. I'm out of knickers. I need some. Now I got to do it. Right. Precisely. Or you just or you just pick and choose out of the pile. Sound like a college kid already. Mm -hmm. By the way, when it comes to that song, what would be the song that motivates you when you get if your dryer said, hey, fuck boy, I'm done. What are what's going to be the song that's going to motivate you to go and put shit away? Um, or at least, you know, set it up top for, you know, the assistance, mind you. Hmm. That is a tough one. I, you've thrown this at me without any chance to think about it. Um, I know that's part of the, that's part of the allure. I'm going to come at you with these hard answers. It's not like funny, it's pretty game. Funny would it, it would actually be Nickelback's burn it to the ground. <laughs> I, oh, I don't know no. why, but that seems appropriate. Uh, I think uh, just because of the rigmarole, I think it would Seven Nation Army from uh, the White Stripes. Mm, yeah. Just because the shuffle to get there would be stomp, 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 stomp. It would be to the, to the beat of that. It's like, I, I don't really want to do this, but I got to get myself amped up in order to do fucking laundry. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, do you have any new music for us? Any, shit, I didn't even look at my new music mix today on it. I was what? Mm, I'm I'm falling behind today. Um. Well, I have one for you, sir. Ooh, I know. Go uh, on. The Bridge City Sinners. Okay. The song that of mind is uh, "Witch's Wrath." It has a bluesy, uh, kind of country esque, but kind of a dirty country. Uh, mm -hmm. when it comes to uh, what is this? I'm not going to say stomp grass, but it has a female vocalist and it just, it drives like uh, nails on a chalkboard in terms of its melody mm. in a good way. Yeah. Yeah. I, it's no I'm other way to... that I could describe it, but it's really, really good. And it's ironically, I... ironically, it was a uh, recommendation from who I call uh, good Cody, whereas I am apparently evil Cody. Oh, because mm -hmm. of, because of my uh, mustache and goatee that yeah. looks like a 1950s uh, devil. Nice. Yeah. 
like a greaser I, devil? I guess a group that I've gotten a little bit into lately because they've got such a, such a wide range. At moments, they sound like a Shinedown ripoff band, like they sound identical to Shinedown. Is a group called Any Given Sin. Woo. They're they just have a you they're a very mainstream sound, but they they can take they can take up several different sounds. Like some of their slower, softer stuff sounds a little like otherwise. Their upbeat, heavier stuff is like older Shine Down. I mean, hmm. it's just an interesting mix of styles on their one on their one album. I think they have an EP out now, but I, I just that's really interesting to me. Hey, I, I got a I got yeah. a question for you now that we're since we're hitting and missing all over the place with the, the music side. Sure. You have been berating me for the last two weeks to do a fantasy football league. <laughs> oh, I needed another person or two or three. And so you you kind of got on me about it for a solid two weeks. I'm like, hey, you. Hey, hey you, you, you like sports. Yay, sports ball is what you appropriately named the damn thing. <laughs> yep. So you recruited me to recruit other people in this mm -hmm. matter. I know, I know how this game works. As of last night, I was getting the last two recruits, uh -huh. and then you bugged me that the last one didn't make it through. A buddy of mine makes it, he gets, gets through, he ends up making two of them. So at one point, I looked at it, we had 11 teams on there. He had to go and delete one in order to make a 10. Yeah, I, I went and deleted that one, yeah. So now I'm having to wait. I'm having to be badgered on another end of when is the draft. So I can't, fucking, <laughs> I can't fucking escape this thing. I tried. Oh, Lord, did I try? I mean, you know, I hate, I fucking hate fantasy. But because anytime... I've had enough. I've had a plethora of other people that just can't watch it for one team. They have to watch. It's like, well, well, you know, the, uh, I'd like to say Seattle's my team, but uh, I'm really a fan of, like, I have Westbrook on my fantasy team, so I need him to score against my Seahawks. And it's just like, oh my God. Stop it. Yeah. The, the, the red the only is coming. Only only reason why I even like fantasy football is I don't like normal football. I have no, I have no dedication to any team. How do you like Atlanta? It's more by proxy. <laughs> because you're a Braves fan. Because I'm a Braves fan. Yeah. I, I, that's literally it. I, Atlanta's okay. I mean, I follow them off and on, but it's not a, I don't watch any games. See, I can't even have the pleasure of making fun of the Atlanta Falcons, even though I think you did that purposely because they're in the same division as Carolina. Yeah, I did. That, that was actually another very big part of why I picked them. You are an asshole. But I, that's, I know. You know, it wouldn't be said if our rivalry couldn't have something like that. You have the Braves, I have the Phillies. So, of course, we have to have some in the same fucking division to where we have to go back and forth on each other. So right. It doesn't need... However, you did the smartest thing that you could possibly do when it came to a fantasy league. You told me that the draft was automatic and nobody has any say in that, which yep. made it perfect. Yeah, automatic draft, and I made it so you can't trade any of your draft players until after the first week. 
Really? Yep. Oh. You can you can drop them to waivers, but you can't trade them. Did you give your team a a fancy name? No defense. No defense. That's awesome. Uh, I I appropriately named mine. Uh, I w- I want to make sure that I got it right. So I'm uh, Sam Darnold's Panther drawing. So nice. <laughs> I I even made the uh, the icon the drawing itself of Sam Darnold, the QB new QB of the Carolina Panthers. He used uh-huh. to play for New York Giants or no mm-hmm. Jets Jets J E T S Jets Jets Jets. Comes over to Carolina. The social media team asked him to draw the Panthers logo from memory. And sure enough, it is a bit of Sharpie hell. But I love it. (laughs) So trying to keep on the positive side of having to do this goddamn fantasy football bullshit, I went in with positivity. Trying. Oh, Lord. When does that positivity start? What's week one? Uh, September 13th, something like that. It's, 12th. <laughs> it's like September 9th, I think, is when it that's starts. That's probably uh, that's the first Thursday that's game. First, yeah, I think so. All right, I'll give you that much. So, technically, the 12th is the first game that I'm uh, my game is played. I think, uh, oh, I got you. Has, mm-hmm. has a Monday night with the Raiders versus sure. the Ra- uh, Ravens. Ironically enough, Carolina's first game is the Jets. So old QB gets faces old team. I don't think that matters so much when the QB faces their previous previous team. I don't think it matters as much as like a, a former pitcher facing their previous team in baseball. It's the same fucking thing. I I don't think it matters as much because baseball is a little different of a dynamic. The pitcher, have- like a pitcher in baseball, will know the weaknesses of his teammates, like hitters, because, well, he's thrown live batting practice against You're saying hitters. the exact same thing as if it was a football game. The only difference is they only do it one game in comparison to, I, I don't yeah, know, 200. And- <laughs> hey, that's a good guess. I, that's, I was actually ballparking that one. Because the Phillies Braves play 19 times. Ooh, I was actually pretty close. You were damn close. <laughs> I was like... <laughs> You know, for uh, for throwing the dark blind, I, I hit 19. I thought I was going for 20. The, yeah, the rule with baseball is if you, however many games you think you're going to play in your division against an opponent, you double it. Shit, I or or triple it, possibly. So what you're telling me out of a 1,272-game season of MLB uh-huh. that uh, – for per team mm-hmm. is that I should have expected 421 to be Phillies Braves. Exactly. Nailed it. Nailed it. Yeah. Hitting the Your math for the win. My math is uh my math is sticking to the heat at this point. Like the uh, the equivalency of my math is the uh is in turn to the uh, legend of Bagger Lance where Matt Damon is talking about, well, you got to really drink in order to get rid of the hard memories. Yeah. That's, that's my, that's my math. You got to drink, drink more to get the math more on point. I never claimed myself to be a mathematician. That's why mm. I'm not a tax individual. 
like I don't I'll pay like my numbers. taxes. Don't give me. Nope. <laughs> get, get that right. I pay my taxes. I know what's going on. <laughs> well, the one time that I know about my uh, my numbers is when I know when it's tax time. Four times a year. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I know exactly uh, uh-huh. what time it is. I will be the happiest one. You know, you shouldn't be coming off of uh, floating off like butterflies when it comes to paying the tax man because I don't want any. I have no ill will towards the tax man. You do what you need to do. Right. Um, make others do what they need to do, but whatever. I'm. Just, we need to I, hold them accountable somehow. Man, I'm not the biggest <laughs> on politics, but when you have AOC saying that it's ridiculous that Congress should be able to buy and sell stonks, uh, I kind of have to agree. I, like, hmm. if you have a means of being able to control what happens in the free marketing world, you should not be able to have that opportunity, especially if you can sponsor. Oh, you oh, you're you're saying they shouldn't be able to hold stocks or they shouldn't be able to buy and sell if they're getting sponsored by. Oh, yeah. No, I, that to me, that's a conflict of interest. You would think that. But yeah. here we are. Well, I know. I'm still Larry. Ugh. And I'm not even going to go into the stonk game. I, I was leaving it alone. I, I actually have a question for you because I've been following this pretty close. Our, our House and Senate, they actually are coming up with bills that they want to make into law that mm-hmm. limits um, what digital app stores can do. Like they have to allow third-party stores and third-party payment systems if the digital app store has more than 50 million users on a regular basis. Ooh. What do you, do you think that's um, a little bit of overreach? Basically they're saying we can make a business do whatever the fuck we want in my eyes. I think it's more regulation than they usually put into anything else. Because to me, and they're doing this just specifically at to target Google and Apple. Hmm. for their app stores because you've got a couple developers that are complaining that it's um, a monopoly. It is. But yet you've got the app store for I- or for Apple, then you've got the Play Store for uh, Google, then you've got your Amazon store, you've got, there's other little stores out there on the Android side. It's but, a mess. Yeah, it's it's a mess, but do these people not realize that they're going to make a giant clusterfuck of this, this whole thing? Like it is just going to be, it's going to, it's going to be the wild west. And it's because I personally will stick with the Apple app store. If like, say hypothetically, Apple has to allow third party app stores. Now um, I will stick with the Apple app store because I'm not going to use five different, payment systems just to have five different apps all right payment system aside Uh i can appreciate the apple system just because they have a maintenance in terms of their app development like Mm -hmm. you have to have your app bed better be polished it better be ready yep that being said the microtransactions is where i get a little bit miffed like if you have a free game and you want to have, uh, we should have asked uh, Road this when we had them on. In fact, we might have to bring that uh, bring that topic up the next time around. 
mm-hmm. sparsely, sparsely. Yeah. Given the, the respect of what they're don't you don't bite the hand of feeds. Right. We know that. All right. With that in mind, the microtransactions, it'd be interesting to get the in, input on that one. Just mm-hmm. because you know what? Sometimes I get the idea that if you're playing a game and you want a specific skin, you will pay the money for that skin. Right. That's fair. Yep. Uh, loot boxes. That's where I have the issue, and that you had said the same thing the last. Yeah, time. loot loot boxes piss me off. It's to me, it's basically gambling, but it's a very controlled. Well, I guess gambling on a machine is a very controlled way of gambling too. To be honest, you but, think that, but I well, mean, it's it, it controlled hit, hit, by the people that own the machine, basically. Exactly. Yeah, um, and there is a marker set so that way that it has to pay a certain amount of times. And yeah, just, oh yeah, every machine has that, to pay out a certain. But amount. even that is regulated. That yep. is regulated, and yep. the amount of that is put in versus that—that's right. regulation. That's still part of the same thing through app store stuff. Yeah, I, I just, I don't know. I don't agree with um, the government stepping in and saying there has to be third-party app stores available on iOS or Android or. I mean, by default, most Android phones just use the Play Store. Hypothetically, yeah. if you know what you're doing, you can install a third-party app store on Android. I've but, played around with it. You can do it, but it's not for the faint of heart. I like it if there's like the ability. You could either grind it out, mm-hmm. like you can grind it out in order to get it, or let's say you have a fighting game. Yep. In this fighting game, you can get the sword, the Fothermucker. But in order to get the Fothermucker, you either have to clock in 80 hours or right. you, you pitch in two bucks. Right. I'd rather that be, be the option. Sometimes I got the time, I get the money. Right. Uh, especially when it comes to some of their tier system oh, for yeah. different games. Like mm-hmm. mm, Grand Theft Auto Five, the online system... You could be at millions and millions of dollars, but you're paying far out the ass in order to get there. Oh, or yeah. you can grind. Right. No, I, I just, I don't, I don't like the whole, um, act, the way they're taking, the government's, like the approach they're taking. To me, while, like say Apple, because I know that ecosystem a little better than I do on the Android side. Um, they're trying to force a third-party app store, which I guess I see their point but all these developers are like yeah yeah we need to do that then i can then i don't have to pay the man and i'm like yeah but you have to that third party app store is going to take a cut too i was going to say everybody yeah everybody wants a little slice of the pie everybody and, takes a cut yeah and and them and our government saying that apple's cut of 15 percent of of money coming in for an, an in-app purchase or an app purchase, they're saying that's that's ridiculous. And I'm like, that's not any different. Granted, it comes that percentage comes out during the transaction. Like a a retail store or something like that, they typically sell um, products on their shelf at a commission rate. So they get, say, for example, 30% off. And then they're expected to make up the difference on their end by marking it up that 30% at the suggested retail price or, you know, whatever the margin might be. I don't know whatever what the margin cost, is. Yeah. yeah. Um, but taxation without representation, nothing is free. Yeah. Yeah. No, it just, 
I don't see why they think the app store should be different than a default retail establishment. If they're going to say if you're Apple, out there to try and, yeah. try and make millions upon millions of dollars and you're going to go through the facets, you're going to make it through all three facets. Yep. I, I think if they're going to do the, do this to the digital app store, they need to also do it to physical stores somehow. Like it just, it's unfortunately it's, they don't understand how the whole system works. Where's the regulation on the, on the political parties and making sure that they have to pay their taxes. Right. Exactly. They, they, they've got bigger fish to fry than picking on um, app stores. Fuck, get a Bezos. Yeah. That goofy fucker can fly into space, but he can't pay taxes. Fuck right. you. Amazon got a million dollar tax refund a couple years ago. Oh yeah. And they still, yeah. people are still running to try and make it to a bathroom. They can't do it. Right. None of those horror stories. You. Yeah. I hey, just, uh, I got some things they need to figure out before they start picking on companies individually. So the last topic that I have in mind, okay. keeping in mind that, you know, everybody wants their piece of the pie. Mm-hmm. What would you do if your neighbor gives you a handwritten note that your weeds are getting out of hand, but they don't send it through the federal mail system? Like they don't put a stamp in, they put a handwritten uh, letter envelope and personally delivered it into your mailbox. Do we do we know the neighbor or is this just a met him once? Well, I mean, in this, yeah, in this, I, in this, in this philosophical scenario, uh, scenario, do you know who put the letter in your mailbox? Yes, because it's uh, okay. written by with a with a phone number. Oh, okay. Accusatory um, of very, it it came with the best intention, but it was also met with uh, like, well, first time homebuyers not knowing how to to maintain their lawn. No, it's been hot. It's very like backhanded. Like um, I wish I would have kept it. I mean, flaming, flaming bag speaking, of dog I shit. I wish I would have kept this. Yes, flaming bag of dog shit on shit on their front steps. That that was your uh, yeah. That was That's, your that would be my overreaction. So we we have had a week. <laughs> when I say that, when I've had a week of being being sick, turn around to do five hours road trip. The first fucking thing that we see is a handwritten letter uh, about or, our weeds. Or you cut them down, put them in a box, and put the box on your front steps. Fucking a, bro! I was be, right be, there. Be really passive about it. I I generally have a problem when it comes to allergies. Mm-hmm. I really do. It's yeah. Uh, it's it's a hard hard up problem. So I don't have a problem. I, I well, I technically do have a problem with mowing lawn, doing weeding, and I the process. I will good. I will do it. I will make sure that my house looks as uh, presentable as humanly possible. Sure. Or the given neighborhood status, whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whatever the fuck it is. I'm not a, I'm not a D-Gen. Some weed got a little anime. Meant to do it before we left. Yeah. But it was, again, 100 degrees. Out of fuel for that one because you got to go ethanol free. Right. Because that's just how those weed eaters are. Right. So we leave it. Mm-hmm. We leave it and we get in a fucking handwritten letter. We have been thinking of what one would do when you get a handwritten letter that's front and back. 
Oh, good lord! Front and back, front and back. Uh, where the last of it is the name, number, and then let's talk. Uh, I guess I'd make that- it a a double sided handwritten note. First side says fuck. Second side says you. Thought about that. Also thought about doing a, a complete letter in the means of uh, oh the Riddler, where it's the pieces of letters that are taking out of different magazines at different yes. sizes and different fonts. Yes. Just, and I, the thought of that came is coming really close. In fact, we're, we're trying to maintain a certain civility because we're not complete assholes. We're not, not yet. Not trying to be, and we're not but trying this to shit be continues. We're not trying to be angry <laughs> at an older individual that might have more money and time than the working class and thus when the working class is having to deal with getting out of work and having to deal with 112 degrees and such that necessarily trying to take care of other business not necessarily little on these things happen right right good report me to the to the city because they've already sent me a notice once yeah and we took care of it after that yeah we we do maintain we really do the proper authorities but the first time I really wanted to just take all those weeds and just be like, write out a happy little message on the lawn mm-hmm. that was taken care of by somebody else. So the uh, the second was doing the Riddler-esque joke to say to the line of the next time that you write a letter, make sure you postmark it or otherwise I will report it to the federal government because that, there was a case in Texas. Mm-hmm. where people were just trying to do quote unquote the right thing by doing handwritten letters and just going and skipping the uh, the federal service of the US Postal Service mm-hmm. wouldn't mind you and they got fined out the wazoo really? so at this point yeah well, yeah absolutely let me try to see if I can find the article real quick oh no but, that's interesting was it because they put stuff in the, the mailbox it was Texas well, yeah, because because they delivered personal messages to the mailbox without actually having like given again representation without taxation. Nothing is for free. To do right. that without having given a single iota of a of a stamp or going through the proper uh, prop process, mm-hmm. that's what happened. Huh. Uh, so in this case. Written September, oh, this is United States Postal Service, mm. uh, September 9th, 2010. So even though it's like 11 years old, it still has the process. The U.S. Postal Service would like to warn people that only authorized U.S. Postal Service delivery personnel are allowed to place items in a mailbox. By law, a mailbox is intended only for receipt of package paid U.S. mail. Hmm. It it's a it is a long article. So by uh, by that definition, you technically can't put outgoing mail in your mailbox for the mailman to take when he delivers. You can if it's already post stamped. Oh, it's already, gotcha. If, you have if it's post marked. Yep. Okay. Postmarked. Gotcha. If it's if it's pre postmark, mm-hmm. like let's say I just sent something to the IRS, I have two stamps on it, so that way it makes it on its way mm-hmm. and does its thing. Gotcha. They'll take it. That's the equivalent mm. of if you drop it off to a mailbox. Gotcha. 
gotcha. you're still going through the service. You still paid your your pound of flesh. Thus, you're good. Gotcha. So hmm. I, uh, I was of the that little tidbit was given to me by a friend, and I go, God, damn! If you don't think that uh, that's some clever shit. Oh yeah. So we don't really know necessarily how to accurately deal with this current situation. We're trying to be the nice neighbors. We we've given uh, Christmas cookies. Make make the the effort to make it look like a serial killer killer's letter, but send it through the postal service. I mean, it just takes so long to spray paint grass. Really. Yeah, just... yeah, it really does. I man, we had a. Uh, we had a mountain of ants that were, I don't know how uh, they just, they piled up in the driveway. Huh. If I was a smarter man, I would have lured those SOBs with honey mm. on the way over. Mm -hmm. But alas, that's how it goes. Oh, well. Oh, well. Hey, can I take this phone call real quick? Yeah. Thanks. Yo. Yeah. Yes. So the next time those that those ants show up, I'm just gonna properly lead them to a new home safely, mm. so I don't have to, you know, kill them with. You're not gonna be Cody, the the ant hunter. Man, I I hate having to execute a populace of a thousand, but I had to do it. And uh, on that dreary little note, <laughs> I, this has been the Drunk Leading the Blind. I'm Cody Lindeberry. You can find me at I am Cody L. And I'm Ed Worrell. You can find me at Blind Worrell on Twitter. And you can find the DLB cast at DLB cast on Twitter and the Drunk Leading the Blind on Facebook. Thank you guys for listening. I thought I had more, but I'm out of the tank. Thank you guys again. Have a great day.